story of actually on the younger side of things. I graduated college and then I you know, fell into bad chronic pain, ended up being diagnosed with fibromyalgia and then kind of went through this, this multi-year journey of just kind of continuous self-rediscovery and exploration and frankly hitting a lot of brick walls. Let's, uh, I would love to get into kind of each of those, those stages. Um, you started to get kind of different symptoms. Maybe tell me a little bit about what, what the onset of that was. Yeah, I mean, it was interesting because I, I would say from a a day to day first person perspective, it felt like it was a slow onset. But now that it's um, you know many years down the road, in 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 retrospect, it was actually a very quick onset. Where for me, um, you know, it started with kind of just little bits of uh, knee pain here, little bits of shoulder pain there, kind of you know doing things that were not outside of out of my normal routine. But um, you know, over the course of kind of weeks to, to months, the the amount that that pain was starting to uh, bother me and affect me was the onset was much quicker and the intensity was getting more. So, you know, like I was a, I was a, a young person going to, you know, music events or concerts and stuff like that. And, you know, I, I think it's common for to have those moments when like the music's playing and like you're, ah, you kind of like lose it. You're not really feeling it. You're not sure if like, you know, you're socially anxious or your body's not feeling great. Um, and for me, the kind of the onset was, you know, going to these events, either concerts or just hanging out with friends or even even like taking walks to work. I lived like a 20 minute walk from work. So I was kind of doing a bunch of that. And over the course of a few months, it was just kind of this quick like thing where it was like, oh, well, after, you know, an hour of hanging out, I start to get some knee pain. And now it's like 30 minutes and now it's like 15 minutes. And now it's like on the way to whatever event I'm going. And mm-hmm. so that was kind of the the onset um, and then maybe just a, a feeder into something we'll, we'll talk about is that the, the experience of going into this, this, you know, 40 plus hour a week, primarily desk job that, that involved a lot of, um, you know, mental attention, let's say, uh, was, mm-hmm. was a really big heavy hitter on my body. And so, you know, everyone's had the experience of, sitting in a chair for too long and their, their back starting to hurt their shoulders, whatever. Um, and for, for me, this was kind of a, a relatively quick thing where my body was, um, you know, just extremely unhappy with, with sitting in a desk for, for this long period of time. But, but also there was this sense of like, uh, this is how things are. And so that there's something wrong with me as opposed to, as opposed to the environment, because, you know, there's this whole narrative we have around, you know, graduating, getting a degree, and then you, you go into the workforce. Um, and so, you know, to some extent I, I was minimizing my, my own actual beliefs as to how healthy the workforce, uh, the, the particular one that I had gone into was for me. Right. Right. And do you remember a point where, you felt like you needed to be concerned, whether it was sitting at the desk or the walking or the the music events. Yeah, I mean, I think I think for me, it. Um, I don't know if I had a single. Uh, you know, I'm sure there there was kind of one moment where, you know, the thought came into my head of, oh, I, I really should should address this and and kind of take action. And I don't I don't recall the exact moment, but it was certainly within the first, say, 
you know, three, four months, something along that, that time frame. Got it. And, and then did you seek, uh, medical advice? Did you go to a doctor? Did you Google what was kind of your, if you think back to that time, your, your course of action? Yeah. So, I mean, the, the first step, um, and the one that I, I do think is actually, you know, the, the most reasonable for the most people is I just went to basically my, my family doctor, primary care physician. And, um, you know, in retrospect, it's so interesting, but at, at the time, basically what happened was, you know, there was no clear cause. It wasn't like I had any sort of, uh, obvious physical trauma or, or thing like that. Um, and so there were, there was all these, uh, blood tests. I got an MRI to see if I had like brain cancer or something because it's something we haven't really talked about, but, but really even starting at the, at the three or four months mark, like the, the pain was starting to kind of spread and it was no longer just knee and shoulder, but now it's like knee, shoulder, neck, back, you know, and, and it would kind of jump around and almost seemed as if it was, um, wholly unpredictable and had a mind of its own to, to some extent. And it felt like the areas that it was spreading to was getting larger. Um, so, you know, I think, there, it's still quite reasonable to go to a primary care physician because there are a lot of uh, things that, you know, if pain is just starting to manifest and spread and grow in your body, it can be a signal for a lot of not good things. Right. Um, so I went to a primary care physician and, you know, didn't really get anywhere through that. You know, there was a lot of uh, maybes, but, you know, frankly, the the primary care physician themselves wasn't super confident in any of them, but it was kind of a due diligence sort of thing. Um, and so then I, I ended up getting kind of split recommended to a, um, uh, an orthopedic, uh, doctor and, and sports medicine clinic, uh, at the same time that they kind of both were pointing me towards physical therapy. And, and a lot of that was my, my own personal aversion to, to surgery, which I ended up being, very thankful for not going down the, the surgery route. Um, and, and so I, I started physical therapy and around this time, you know, these doctor's appointments weren't all back to back. So maybe this was over the course of six weeks or something like that. And this was the, the time where I could start to tell that it was going to take some of my own like personal research and, because I just wasn't really getting the results that I was, that I was looking for. Um, yeah. And, and what were you looking for exactly? And kind of what, what did that journey through physical therapy look like exactly? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, what I was looking for was basically what I felt like the body that I had, you know, six months prior or, or eight months prior, whatever it was where, you know, it's not like I was an Olympic athlete by, by any means. Um, you know, I had done a bunch of weightlifting in college, but it was mostly like, you know, I wanted to be able to, you know, go on a, a two mile walk. I wanted to be able to go on short hikes. I wanted to be able to ride my bike around and I wanted to be able to go to concerts and basically do the things that I had been doing with the friends that I had without feeling this, uh, you know, well, at this point it was just fear of the pain prior to the pain even coming. You know, it's like, I was now anxious of, all of the social situations because I didn't know what was going to happen. And I was, I ju had just recently had so many experiences of those situations being deteriorated by, you know, things I didn't really have a cause for in, in some sense. So, 
so I was doing this research and, and going to physical therapy and, and the physical therapy clinic that I, that I went to, um, had some very, very nice and, and loving people, but in retrospect, I don't think I was very satisfied with the care that I got. And part of that was, it was this, this physical therapy situation where basically you go in, you see a physical therapist for like 20 minutes, and then you see a physical therapist aid for like 20 or 30 minutes and they, they give you exercise. Um, that is kind of, uh, the, the best setup if you want to maximize your profit. But I mean, uh, I don't think it's very reasonable to charge a few hundred dollars and only have 20 minutes time with the person who has the the most expertise. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but the people there were very nice and this was a very, uh, biomechanical model. So I would go in and they would explain, they would look at my, my gait and my posture and they would say, okay, these muscles are tight and these muscles are, are underactive. And so I would go in and there would be a bunch of different kinds of stretching and, and mobilizing. And then there would be some strengthening exercises that I would be guided through. Um, and I would sometimes get uh, a little bit of benefit directly after, but you know, the, the effects outside of just a little bit of exercise and frankly, having just someone to talk to and who feels like cared for me, um, was the majority of the benefit I was getting. And, um, you know, didn't, didn't, I was still going downhill is, is a right. way to put it. Right. Um, so your, your pain was increasing during this yeah, period. Yeah. And, and the, I think the difficulty of this period during, during my journey was just how seemingly random things were, you know, it's like sometimes I would go to physical therapy and I would feel great afterwards. And, and sometimes I would feel terrible afterwards. Sometimes I would have a day where I didn't have an appointment scheduled and I would, you know, feel terrible when I woke up and then like 2 PM I'd feel great. And it, it just didn't really feel like there was, um, much way for me to, to really correlate anything as to, as to what was going on. Hmm. I can imagine that's pretty frustrating. Um, you know, at the same time, just not having an explanation for, for what was happening. Yeah. And I think actually during, during this period, I certainly became, um, some, some deep, uh, obsessiveness and paranoia and fear kind of, kind of crept in because, you know, as I was saying, I was doing, started doing my own research and initially I was coming from a, a kind of extremely, um, you know, let's say, say hyper rationalist, you know, only, um, believing exactly what, what current science said or something like that, um, which I'm sure we'll, we'll get into, but basically from, from the research that I had done, it seemed like physical therapy was kind of the the thing that made the most sense. And I had kind of committed myself wholeheartedly to it. So I had an explanation and yet because the, uh, let's say the results weren't matching what I would expect. I ended up kind of becoming overly sensitive to my own posture, my own gait, the way I was moving. Um, mm -hmm. and, and because of this, you know, not only was I just experiencing the, the kind of the initial onset of pain, but now as I was like walking down the, the sidewalk or sitting in my desk, I was always 
tense and anxious figuring out like, okay, where, you know, am I moving correctly? Are my joints aligned? Am I walking the right way? Um, and so this was kind of just adding this additional anxiety and tension on top of the, the anxiety and tension that I already had to begin with. So one of the reasons why we're chatting is, is because I consider your story quite remarkable um, and has somewhat of a good ending. What was that kind of relief aspect of it? When did you start to see relief, have an aha moment? Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of, uh, a change in, in tune from this fibromyalgia kind of down spiral. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and in, and in some ways I, I feel so lucky that, that I, well, experienced this and, and get to share it as a story. There are really two things. Um, one is that, uh, I went on a, uh, okay, Cupid date <laughs> And it was the first date and things had gone pretty well. We had chatted for like five hours or whatever. And um, this person mentioned that they were really into partner dance. And, you know, I I grew up in a, a small town. I was living in Seattle at the time when the pain started. But for most of my uh, growing up years and then into college, I was in a small town in, in Virginia. And so I didn't think partner dance, anyone had done that past like the thirties with the flappers and swing. Turns out actually there's <laughs> all the time. So this person uh, was like, yeah, I go to partner dance and I'd like love to, to take you there if you'd like to come. And of course my mind's like racing every which way, you know, of like, Oh, there's like no way I'm going to be doing this. It's going to, it's going to hurt terribly. Yada, yada. Also, I'm just going to make it full of myself with two left feet, but also <laughs> she was really cute. And, uh, you know, I was feeling really good about our, the conversation we just had. And so I was kind of wanting to bring that energy forward. And so I went. And so I, long story short, I ended up partner dancing for the next uh, two years, pretty actively, two to three years. Um, and I wouldn't say partner dance made a significant amount of the, the pain go away. That certainly wasn't the case. But what it did do is it gave me an ability to um, just have a belief that I can use my body without without harming it or making things worse or, you know, destroying it or or something like that. Mm. And what it did give me is it gave me a lot of socializing and it gave me a lot of, frankly, it gave me a lot of human physical touch and contact, which I think people just really, really underestimate. I think so many people are absolutely starved for physical contact and and touch and in a completely non, non non-sexual way. Like most people in our society only are getting a lot of physical touch when they're having sex. And this is, I, I think, uh, like really, really just un- unhealthy and harmful in our, in our general society. So that was one. The second one, which I would consider like the, the really big, big one was I was scrolling through Facebook and I ended up finding a free Tai Chi class in the park. And I went to that and, you know, a lot of people think of Tai Chi as old people in the park moving slowly. And to some extent, <laughs> that's true, but it's, it's true with a, an infinite amount of complexity and depth underneath that. And I was just going, you know, a lot of people will hear about Tai Chi. I certainly did. And, you know, Tai Chi has kind of this, um, it's a mixture of, of, you know, kind of a Taoist sort of worldview. I don't want to say, and, and to some extent a spiritual context, but also a bunch of metaphysical beliefs about, you know, Chi and energy and all these other sorts of things, which, you know, from my perspective at the time were just complete charlatan nonsense. 
but there was some evidence that Tai Chi was pretty good for people with chronic pain. So I was like, you know, I've, at this point, I'm just willing to try whatever. So I go and it was the first kind of uh, physical activity or class where like it was by no means a cure, but it was absolutely and clearly a, a, I felt much better. It was the first thing mm-hmm. where, you know, after the 45 minutes, my body just actually felt a lot better than it did before. And I certainly don't think, you know, Tai Chi is the answer for everyone, but it was something that was profoundly helpful to me. Um, and I think, you know, it was just a, a quick bullet points of the things that I think it did do for me is one, you know, it's moving in a very full bodied way. So part of it, it's just, it's just pure blood flow. Um, another part of it is actually having the, it's slow enough where the majority of what you're doing is focusing on your body, not on what your body is doing. And this is actually a really different thing. So it's like, instead of focusing on the other person in partner dance or on the, you know, soccer ball or on the, whatever, I'm really just focusing on how my body is moving and getting that more intimate connection with my body in the very short term, actually kind of increased my discomfort because now I was aware of even more, all the things that didn't feel good, but it also gave me a lot Mm, more kind of like sovereignty and choice as to how would I like to move my body now that I have this information and what kind of, you know, personal attention and care would I like to give it? So, you know, I ended up taking Tai Chi classes for the next six months or so. And then I, I got a book from the instructor and did a lot of practice on my own, which was, which was extremely helpful. And so a lot of my journey was, you know, during the latter half is I would take my lunch breaks at work and I would go to a, a big box gym, you know, it was a 24 hour fitness, but it had a, a dance studio that was relatively empty. You know, it was where they taught the group classes, but during the time that I went at lunch, it was empty. And this gave me a chance to practice dance. It gave me a chance to practice uh, Tai Chi. And it gave me a chance to kind of like get into my body and help reset in the, in the middle of this, you know, what I would consider long excruciating work day in a chair. And this was really helpful. I mean, you know, it's not, there's always trade-offs, right? Because of this, I wasn't going to lunch with my coworkers. And so my social bonds with them were kind of like, I mean, it's not like we were getting in fights. It's just that we weren't really forming the closer bonds or the friendships. But the trade-off for that was that my body was getting a whole lot more attention and a lot more love. And that was, that was uh, really helpful for me. Looking back, and I think you're starting to hint at this a little bit, and you've talked a little bit about it. Um, what do you think your the root of your pain was? If we're looking at this like a biopsychosocial mm. model, mm-hmm. well, I, yeah, I think there was there was a few things. One, um, probably the 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 two biggest I would say are one. You know, I think with. I think working at a job that you don't care about and sitting down at a desk and being required to focus on something intently that you don't really want to focus on for eight hours a day is just absolutely brutal. And for, for myself in particular, like that was a really big, big deal. Um, and so, you know, by the end of this, I, I had enough techniques and things to get me through the work day. But honestly, like when I quit my job, a lot of my body just felt a ton better. And it's not, it was mostly because it's like, Oh, I don't want to do this thing anymore. I want to like move around. I want to cook food. I want to dance. I want to stretch, whatever. Like I just got up and did it right. I can just do it. 
And that was actually, that's actually huge. You know, I think a lot of people are just frankly being abused at work and they have the story that this is the way things are, as opposed to a story of like, this is actually kind of fucked up the way we treat people. And that's not to say that everyone who works at a, at a desk job is unhappy or suffering or in pain, but it's kind of a, uh, you know, a narrow, a narrow box that we're trying to fit a bunch of differently shaped people into. So, so that was, that was one big one. And then the other one was just that, like, I was having just tons and tons of stress on top of emotional repression. And I just didn't have anyone who was really holding space for me. And I didn't know how to ask or where to find people to hold space for me to just like let it out and let somebody know how I really felt. And then from that place of kind of an emotional release valve being, being let go of figuring out like, what does make sense for me? Like, you know, why was I staying at that job? What else could I do? What was my body really asking for? And, and instead of, you you know, I, I keep thinking and seeing this, this all the time. It's like people, no one would be surprised if the only time you paid attention to a child was when it cried that the child grows up with tons of trauma. Like it's just totally neglected except when it's crying. No one's ever loving it. No one's seeing what it wants to do. No one's seeing like how that is, is, you know, it's just, it's not being, it's not being loved, frankly. And yet what I see all the time is people only paying attention and giving their bodies love when their body is crying. And then they expect a different Mm -hmm. result. And, and, and that's very understandable, right? Like, like our culture is just not kind to people's bodies. And most people start being traumatized at like, you know, 13 years old in PE class when everything's a competition and they're being fed horrible food. And then they're wondering like why people are becoming overweight and now people are overweight and then they're just being humiliated in like these PE tests. And it's just, it's just an absolute, it's, it's a shit show. And so like everyone comes into being an adult with all this trauma and they're just not giving their bodies like love. They're not treating their bodies as if it's something that they have to carry from cradle to grave and that that relationship matters. And so I would say for, for me, it was like the relationship to my body, recognizing that I was in a, a, just an environment and, and a place that was not good for me. And, uh, and then thirdly is just kind of, you know, working on a lot of my own trauma and, and emotions. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's very kind of well said and a lot of wisdom clearly coming from your experience. You've had such an incredible journey of resilience as well. I think just kind of hearing you talk about the the pit that you fell into and, and coming back out of it and being open to new things and new experiences um, continuing until today and, you know, seeing how once you've kind of had the courage to align mm. your your life with with the things that you want, that your pain actually started to to go away, um, very like real physical pain, uh, just wonderful, wonderful to hear and, and quite inspiring. So I appreciate you sharing. Mm, thank you, thank you for all of that. All of those words were that was really touching to me. It's it's yeah, it's been a journey. So thank you. <laughs>